Let's face it, it's kind of hard to grow your podcast, but one of the things that you can do is avoid doing those things that make people go, ugh, and then never come back. Because after all, look, if you got a marketing budget, you can pay to get your content in front of people. That will get them to click once, but it's your content that's going to make them come back and click again and hopefully follow. And so I used the strategy, instead of saying, give me your absolute top podcasting pet peeve, I said, give me one of your top podcasting pet peeves. And boy, did you guys come through. That was awesome. I deeply appreciate it. And you're going to hear some answers that we've heard in the past, but doesn't that just kind of ring true then that, wow, that really is something we should try to avoid because we work hard to get that person to click once. We should be working just as hard to get them to click twice. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting Sense 2005. I'm your award-winning Hall of Fame podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, this is where I help you plan, launch, grow, and if you want to, monetize your podcast. My website is schoolofpodcasting.com. Use the link schoolofpodcasting.com slash listener and save on either a monthly or yearly subscription. And we're a little bit out of sync. At the end of the month, I usually have a question of the month, but at the end of last month, I was just getting back from PodFest. I'm still battling an ever-so-slight sinus issue, but I got to say thank you to everyone who chimed in. When I went to kind of my folder where all the answers end up, I was like, holy cow, we got a ton. And the question of the month, or January, because in December, we talked about what is your favorite podcast. And so in January, we kind of flip it around and go, what's your top podcasting pet peeve? And I did have somebody say, hey, aren't these going to be the same answers as last year? And if they are, because I haven't heard them yet, I like to listen to them with you. But if it is the same old, same old, that kind of gives it credibility. Like, look, this hasn't changed. People hate it when you do this. So with that, let's get to it. What are your top podcasting pet peeves? Hi, Dave. I'm Paul from the Fighting Through World War II Memoirs podcast. My pet peeve is shows where you can't hear what's being said. Strangely, it always seems to be shows involving either hosts or guests who are what you might call top talent. There are two main areas for me. Firstly, where the volume's up and down between host and guests, who I guess might be recording separately. One will be quietly spoken, so you turn the volume up. And then suddenly, in comes the other, screeching so close to the mic that you have to turn the volume back down, and so it continues for 45 minutes or whatever. The other angle is where speakers mumble or clip their words. I'm not sure if they regard it as a badge of honour or a sign of intelligence when they rattle through a sentence in double-quick time. Sometimes they'll even stop short of... Because we all know what they're going to say. Yeah. Yet clearly we don't know what they're going to say because that's why we decided to listen to them, isn't it? Um, 
I can think of three of my favourite shows where this happens and I can't tell you how much it frustrates me. In fact, I actually ditched one of them. People might be top guys in their field, but I think that somehow develops an arrogance in them that they don't need professional help to produce a podcast. And they obviously don't get help because if they did, they wouldn't be committing these rookie errors. I'll admit I've probably done some of this mumbling and word clipping in my time, but I've hopefully listened to myself often enough to spot it and stop it. I've been Paul from the Fighting Through World War II Memoirs podcast. Many thanks, Dave. Bye-bye now. Thank you so much, Paul. You can find Paul's link and everybody else's link out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 865. Hi, Dave. And Happy New Year. This is Orlando Mergal from the Hablando de Tecnología podcast. You can find us at www.habladotecnologia.com. I hate it when people kick around the bushes before getting down to the meat and potatoes. You know, they talk about the weather, traffic, what they had for breakfast, what they had for lunch for that matter, the latest news, the ache they have in their neck. You know, anything but what I'm actually there for. And there are various podcasts that are known for that. You know, people that should know better because they've been in this gig from the very beginning. I always start with a short description of what's coming in the show. That way, I don't waste your time. If you like what's coming up, you stay. And if you don't, you can always come back next week. And of course, I pitch my content well, so most people do stay. And when it comes to ads, I only use micro ads on my show. Those are ads that last around six seconds and lead you to a URL. Why so short? Because by the time you try to fast-forward them, <laughs> they're already over. Hope this helps. Once again, the podcast is Hablando de Tecnología. That's www.habladotecnologia.com. Thank you so much, Orlando. I'm trying. At this point, I can say, I think I eat apples. Yo como manzanas. I'm, I'm trying to learn Spanish via Duolingo. But uh, yeah, that is, I, I'll be interesting to see, because again, I haven't heard these yet, but I don't know too many people that enjoy the chit chat, especially if it goes on and on and on and on. Hey Dave, this is Carrie Bach from the Hope for Anxiety and OCD podcast. You can find me at hopeforanxietyandocd.com. I wanted to tell you about a couple podcasts that I stopped listening to, unfortunately, even though the content was so good and I wanted to hang in there. One of them started out um, just as kind of a storytelling podcast and the first couple episodes were clean. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, it was like swearing all over the place on the third episode. And that was really disappointing to me. And I thought, that's not really what I thought I was signing up for when I listened to this. So that's one thing that really turns me off from podcast. The other one was more of an editing issue. They had a few different people speaking on microphones and one person I could hear. And then when the other person would speak, their volume was way too low and I couldn't hear them. So I kept trying to turn the episode up, turn it down, turn it up, 
turn it down because the sound wasn't the same and that just drove me nuts but I wanted to listen to it so bad because I enjoyed what they were talking about but I didn't hop on there and listen to more episodes unfortunately so many people listen on the way to taking their kids to school and that's an easy way to get them to tune out uh, I'm not a prude but I'm just saying if you can say it without dropping an f-bomb why not uh, get a little more creative and do it. Now, other people are like, ah, it's just the way I talk. I'm keeping it real. And as always, it's your show. Feel free to do what you want. Hi, Dave. This is Dan Smith. I'm the host of the Honest Management Show, where we have candid conversations about managing small to mid-sized teams. You can learn more at www.sdanielsmith.com slash management. Your question is on my mind for two reasons. One, I don't want to be the show someone fast forwards through or unfollows. Two, because I recently got fed up enough with a show in my topic area that I unfollowed it. Despite having some pretty good content, I just couldn't take it anymore. The straw that broke the camel's back? The show is recorded solo, and in the recording, I heard a truck rumble by. Then the host said, Ooh, sorry for the dump truck. Where was I? And I'm like, You're a solo show. Just edit it out. That was the last episode I listened to on that show. I don't think the audio needs to be perfect, but when you have the ability to make it better, you should. I live near a military airbase. Sometimes I have to ask a guest to restate their answer to my question or ask them to pause in explaining something. It's not awesome and sometimes we get off track and have to get back there, but it does make a recording better in the end. And when I'm doing a solo episode, I definitely do. Hey Dave, did you hear that fighter jet fly overhead? No, of course not. I edited it out. Once again, I'm Dan Smith of the Honest Management Show at www.sdanielsmith.com slash management. Check out our candid conversations about managing small to mid-sized teams today. Thanks, Dave, and I appreciate all you do. Dan, thank you so much. Yeah, I have, you know, interacted with a lot of radio guys and their heads explode that we have the ability to edit and make the final, you know, episode better and we don't. Yeah, and I, this is the second time I've heard great content, but I can't take it. So if you, you know, we all talk about, hey, if you have great content, people will listen. This is the whatever. This is the flip side of that. Uh, great content will not overcome really annoying things that, in Dan's case, are really easy to fix. Hi, Dave. This is Heather from the Politics Free Podcast website, thepoliticsfreepodcast.com. Politics Free it doesn't mean free politics. It means no politics. There are two things that will make me instantaneously turn off a new podcast. The first is poor sound quality. If I have to strain to hear it because the volume is too low or inconsistent or there's a lot of background noise, I almost immediately turn it off, probably within the first 20 seconds. The second thing is if the podcast host or hosts seem like they are bored with their own podcast, if they seem like they are genuinely uninterested in what they are talking about, it's really hard for me to stick around and listen. And there's one thing that will make me unsubscribe from a podcast that I've been listening to, and that is if the host or hosts go on long, passionate tangents about current events, but I'm there to hear about ancient China or linguistics or archaeology. Once in a while, I don't mind it, but if it starts to become frequent, 
I typically will unsubscribe. And that's it. Those are my three main pet peeves when listening to a podcast. Thank you, Heather. Yeah, I forget what episode it was, but there was one where I went on a rant about freedom of speech and yada, yada, yada. And I had a few people go, um, I tuned in to learn about podcasting, which freedom of speech is part of that. But I went, uh, it was a long way out there tangent. So uh, thank you so much, Heather. Hello, Dave. Hello, School of Podcast listeners. This is Seth, a.k.a. Zandrax, the mayor of Geekville and the host of Geekville Radio. And the first one is pretty simple. If the sound quality is too cruddy, that's that's a pretty big one. Now, I remember back to listening to shows that sounded like everybody was on a conference call. I know some people probably remember the blog talk radio days. But if the subject is good enough, if the content is good enough, I can live with it sounding like it's done on phones. But if you sound like you have a Blue Yeti sitting on a table in a metal shed in the middle of a thunderstorm, that's going to be a bit too much. So just try to make it sound reasonable enough. If I can get phone quality or better, I'm usually happy. Number two is... If you're going to talk about a subject, talk like you give a darn about it. I'm all for a loose-flowing conversation that feels like a tabletop discussion and less like traditional talk radio. But if the host doesn't seem as interested in it, like they're just kind of going through the motions or phoning it in, as the saying would go, that can be a little disappointing because if you don't care, then why should the audience care? And also, you hear the sounds of other things going on. It sounds like you aren't taking the work seriously. I'm all for not taking yourself seriously. I call myself the mayor of Geekville for crying out loud, but at least make it sound like you are making an effort, especially when you have guests. I'm not going to say the show name, but I remember listening to a show a couple of years back where the host was interviewing a guest. And when the guest was answering a question, I could hear the host sipping on his soda and the ice rattling in the cup and he was even burping in the background and i like a burp joke as much as the next guy but not when somebody else is talking because that's like the epitome of disrespect if you come across as not caring it's likely the listeners probably won't care either at least that's the case with me number three the final one and is probably the biggest one and i will admit that i've been guilty of this in my own career And that's at the beginning, you have the attitude of, of, well, let's jump right in. And then after they say, well, let's jump right in, they proceed to not jump right in. They introduce guests, their panelists, they plug their social media, how it was mowing their lawn last weekend as they all come in. All this mundane stuff that wastes time in the opening minutes. And I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned in my podcasting career is that it's never too soon to get to the subject. Nobody's going to stop listening because, oh my gosh, they got to the subject too fast. I wasn't ready. And I think it goes back to caring what you're talking about. If your top subject is supposed to be the most important part of the show, then it should be presented as more important than you mowing your lawn last week. And yes, listeners can skip ahead, but why risk that? Because if you keep giving them reasons to skip ahead, chances are greater that they are probably going to stop skipping and just stop listening altogether. Any time you can save the listener, I think, is valuable. Once again, my name is Seth. I am the mayor of Geekville, the host of Geekville Radio. That's at geekvilleradio.com. Geekville Radio proper. We have the Lesser Known Geek Hall of Fame, where we talk about, well, lesser known characters that still 
played an important part in history. We have the nostalgia trip, where we talk about pop culture of the past. Examining a doctor, where we talk Doctor Who. You can find all of our stuff there. I also have a wrestling podcast called Classic Wrestling Memories over at ClassicWrestlingMemories.com. And Examining the Dead, where we talk horror. And that's the only explicit rated show that we have. Giggle Radio, Examining the Dead. Don't want to listen to that one around kids. But all the other shows, including Classic Wrestling Memories, are family-friendly. They're they're clean content. So I hope I didn't ramble on too long here, Dave. Thanks for giving me the time to answer this question. And I look forward to hearing all the other answers from all the listeners. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. And he brings up a couple good points there. Number one, if you are going to use adult language, just be sure to label it that at the beginning. Hey, the following episode has adult language. And I've said this before. I've had people that have come to me and said, hey, I understand you can help me grow your audience. And I'm like, yeah, I can. And the first thing I notice is like, you sound bored. And we've heard today a couple of times, man, if you are not into the content yourself, why do you think your audience is? So, hey, what's happening, Dave Jackson and the fellow listeners of the School of Podcasting? My name is Chris, and I am from the Chris and Christine Show podcast, which you can find at chrisandchristineshow.com. And I absolutely love your question of the month about what makes somebody turn off a podcast and go, ugh, this thing's disgusting. What is this garbage I'm listening to? And they almost throw their iPhone out the window. And that is due to a lack of quality with their podcast. If their garbage podcast sounds like it was recorded with the Blue Yeti in the next room, uh, underwater, facing the wrong way, while their next-door neighbors mowing their lawn, and then perhaps they're so boring with their content, like they're not excited to talk about what they're talking about. Come on, man. Give me a little energy. If you're not excited to talk about your stuff, then I'm not excited to listen to it. Click, delete, you're done. Goodbye. That's it. That's all I got to say. Once again, I am Chris from the Chris and Christine Show. This is so wild because I have not heard these, and he just echoed what I just said. We're about halfway through, so it's time to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're back. Yeah, talking podcasting pet peeves. Everything we mentioned today, you can find at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 865. Take it away, Paul. Paul here from the Pass ACLS Tip of the Day podcast. Every Monday through Friday, I share information needed to help medical professionals prepare for their ACLS classes written exam and megacode. Links to my show's RSS feed and additional resources are online at passacls.com. I actually have three pet peeves that absolutely keep me from listening to a show. Crappy audio, recorded ads, and rambling hosts are the big three things that grate on my nerve when listening to a podcast. For a little background, I usually listen to educational shows like this one or medical-related shows that are less than 30 minutes during my drive to and from work on my car stereo. When a show starts and the volume is just so different from the other shows in my queue, or the audio is really bad, I just don't listen. For me, room and background noise should be a minimum, and the loudness of everyone speaking should be similar. Apple, Google, and Amazon all have creator help pages that explain the loudness standard, and there are tons of videos on YouTube showing how to set the loudness on just about every DAW out there so there's really no excuse for this on most shows. Along that same line, 
Podcasts with inserted ads that are way louder than the show almost instantly cause me to skip on to the next show in my queue. The placement, frequency, and duration of ads comes next on my list. I don't listen to shows with more than 60 seconds of pre-roll advertisements. Period. I don't mind host-read ads that are relevant to the topic of the show, but I'm not so keen to listen to ads in Spanish or ads for online gambling or cigar clubs, especially when I don't gamble or smoke. To be honest, I find medical and educational podcasts that accept ads for tobacco or alcohol unprofessional. The final of my big three pet peeves are shows with regular co-hosts where more than the first few minutes is spent chatting about their personal life and catching up since the last time. If the host chatter doesn't contribute to the topic of the show, or it lasts longer than a minute or so of an educational show, I tend to skip the episode unless it's a topic I really want to hear. If I learn that that's the show's format, I usually don't subscribe. Your question this month is timely, Dave. Over the holidays, I checked out several podcasts that had descriptions that piqued my interest. While I may have enjoyed the content of the shows, several of them never even got an opportunity to hook me because of the three issues I just mentioned. There were two other podcasts that I've been a long-time listener and regretfully unsubscribed because of the poor quality, placement, and duration of newly added ads. I love the content of your shows, and I'm grateful that none of these issues keep me from listening to the School of Podcasting or the Podcast Rodeo Show. I hope that my somewhat long answer helps other people that are thinking about starting a podcast to make informed decisions about their show's audio quality, format, and dynamic ads. Likewise, I'm looking forward to hearing other podcasters' pet peeves to assess if there's something I should change in my show. Thanks, Dave. Thank you, Paul. And one thing I want to throw in here, never worry about the length of your answer. If it's too long, if you take a one too many tangents, I'll just cut it out. I'm always interested in more detail so that we can all learn more together. Hello, Dave. This is York from Welcome to Earth Stories. If you want to hear a story that will challenge your notion of existence, that will provoke the senses, that will question the basic fabric of the universe, then look no further. Welcome to Earth Stories is on Season 5. So please subscribe to the show on welcometoearthstories.com. One of my pet peeves is when a podcaster is constantly apologizing. Not too long ago, I was listening to a podcast, and the host, they kept on apologizing because they said, well, we're really sorry that we took so long coming back. We said that we're going to come back on this date. It didn't happen. And then we said that we're going to come back on the following month, and that didn't happen. So we're so sorry. This lasted, and I I timed it. This apology lasted for about 20 minutes. They just kept on apologizing, not even, even going into the main show. They didn't even need the apology because this is my first time listening to the show. I don't know what they did before. So that's my pet peeve. If you're going to apologize, do it way at the end. I don't care. I'm listening in for the first time. So do it at the end to your hardcore fans. And if you want to give my show a listen, my website again is welcometoearthstories.com. Thanks, Dave.
Thank you, York. Yeah, I have another podcast called Your Podcast Consultants. It's short lessons with big value. They're all under nine minutes long. And I did one talking about one of the worst ways to start your podcast. And that's it. Apologizing because often people just like York find you and you spend 20 minutes going, I'm so sorry, grandma died again. And you're they're, the new listeners like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Hi, Dave. This is Beth Syverson from Unraveling Adoption Podcast. It's a safe space to delve into adoptions complexities together at unravelingadoption.com. Here's my biggest pet peeve of other podcasts. I do not go to podcasts to listen to other people chit-chat. I don't even like chit-chatting with my regular friends in real life, so I don't want to hear strangers chit-chatting. Just get to the point, give me my nuggets of information and resources that I am looking for. I thank you very much for this opportunity. And for the record, notice that the people that say I hate people that chit-chat are right to the point when they leave their message as well. Thank you, Beth. And I am, as we're going along, I'm taking score here. And at the end, I'll let you know what's the absolute, who's been voted number one pet peeve this year as we're all leaving multiple ones again schoolofpodcasting.com slash 865. we got a couple more here. Hi, Dave. Sarah Clark here from the Kind Leadership Challenge podcast. As part of upping my promotional game this year, I decided I'm going to submit an answer to all of your questions of the month this year. By the law of large numbers, I figure at least one will get on air. Oh, Sarah, they're all getting on here. If you send it in, I'm going to play it. And if it's too long, I'll, I'll edit it. But, uh, There's no criteria here. I want to hear your opinion for the question of the month, and so does my audience. I'm a university library dean by trade, and one of the five laws of librarianship is that we should save the time of the reader. Frankly, saving the time of our listeners should be one of the five laws of podcasting, too. For that reason, my podcast pet peeve is podcasters who don't take the time or objectivity to plan or even edit their shows. Now, I fully admit that tangents can often lead to some cool stuff. However, there are too many podcasters out there that think they can just hit record without so much as a bullet point list of topics, capture an hour or two of random chit-chat, and just upload the file to their feed without even attempting to cut the fat. I promise, nobody cares enough about your aimless rambling to wait for the five minutes of useful or amusing content. And now that I think of it, this pet peeve is probably part of why I've designed my current podcast in the way I have. I host the Kind Leadership Challenge podcast, a weekly 10-minute show for my fellow educational and library leaders who want to build a better world without burning out. Every Monday morning, I address unglamorous but essential leadership questions like how to detox your workplace's drama, why mastering challenging conversations is the key to kind leadership, and what the Godfather has to teach us about kind leadership. And each show ends with a challenge or homework assignment that leaders can implement in their lives and work that week. Head over to kindleadershipchallenge.com to join us on our journey to become the effective, humane, and collaborative leaders our communities need. Thanks, Dave. The Godfather? Uh, Here's the thing. No more chit-chat at the beginning of the show. You waste the time of the family. Hi, Dave. There are two main things about podcasts that make me press the fast-forward button and in some cases consider unsubscribing to the show or just never listening again. The first is an annoying abundance of unscripted filler words and phrases. The second is non-relevant small chat at the beginning of shows. 
This is Mark Vinette from the History of North America podcast, where I explore the wonderful and tragic stories of North America's inhabitants, heroes, villains, leaders, environment, and geography at markvinette.com. Thank you, Mark. Hey, and Sarah, because I know Sarah's listening. Uh, Mark answers every single month, and as soon as I heard his voice, I went to my notes and I typed Mark Vignette, the History of North America podcast, markvignette.com. I knew it exactly because he answers. Uh, if he's missed one, I, I don't think so, but uh, it's that whole branding thing. When people hear it enough, eventually they're going to go, wait, what was that again? Kind, kindleadershipchallenge.com, I think, and you'll grow. It's free promotion, kids. Answer the question of the month. Hi, Dave. It's Todd the Gator. That's two Ds, G-A-T-R. And for the question of the month for January, I actually have two pet peeves while listening to podcasts. The first is poor editing and letting the podcast just, quote, run in real time. I really don't want to hear you searching for that thing you're trying to talk about because you have poor show notes or not organized. Please just listen to it back and edit that stuff out, please. Sorry, that may be the editor in me coming out. The second thing that really turns me off while listening to a new podcast is a lack of a personality. I want to know what makes you tick, and I want to know what makes you, you know, you. I really think that's a secret sauce for what makes a great and lasting podcast that people want to listen to. Granted, I do want to receive the information you're trying to convey in the show, but don't try to be something artificial. Dave, the one thing I've always loved about your show is your wit and sense of humor. And I think that's what draws me to listen to your podcast every week. You can reach me at Todd the Gator on YouTube. That's two D's, G-A-T-R. I have a podcast called Guardian Downcast, where Hazel, Nut, and I are two dads that talk about Destiny, the game, from, you know, those guys who brought you Halo. You can go to GuardianDowncast.com also if you want to know more about it. I also have another podcast for new members or new players to the game Destiny 2 called Destiny Help Desk. And I don't have a website yet but I'm working on it. Thanks, Dave, for everything you do for us podcasters. And you know I'll be looking for that next show next week. Haven't missed a Monday in 17 years, Todd, so uh, hopefully I will keep that streak alive. And one thing, here's an easy thing that, that Todd is talking about. If you ask a guest, hey, has there ever been a time when you did such and such? And they go, no. Yeah, cut that out. Oh, Dave. Pet peeves in podcasting. Who am I to share mine? I am not perfect either, but uh, here we go. My name's Kim Newlove. I am the host of the Pharmacist Voice podcast, which you can find at thepharmacistvoice.com. Number one, volume issues. Number two, ramble casts. And number three, bad microphone technique. Here's a little bit about each of those issues, starting with volume. When there are volume issues and the music, the host's vocals, and any ads that pop in are all at different levels, I end up riding the volume knob and it's too much work to listen to, so I usually turn it off. My number two pet peeve is ramblecasts. What is a ramblecast? A ramblecast is when a podcast host gets on and starts talking with absolutely no plan and there's absolutely no value right up front for me. On a similar note, I hate it when hosts play ads for the first one to two minutes before delivering any value. When I press play, I want to hear the name of the podcast, the podcast episode number, the name of the host, and briefly, what this episode is about. 
I know I could just read the description of the episode in my podcast player, but I don't want to. I want to press play and hear the name of the show, the episode number, the name of the host, and what the episode is about. The first two minutes are really important to me, and if I get to two minutes and there's no value in it for me or I'm not interested in what is being said, I'm out of there. Just get to the point. My third and final pet peeve is bad microphone technique. Now, I know I'm getting picky because I myself am a podcaster, but it drives me nuts when the listener experience is bad. I recently listened to a podcast episode of someone who was on her 1800th podcast episode, and she must be doing something right, and I must admit that her content is good, but it hurts to listen to her episodes because I believe that she is wearing wired earbuds. You know, you've got an earbud in each ear, and you've got the dangling wire that's got the little microphone about four inches below your mouth. I'm pretty sure that's what she's talking into. Even though I turn up the volume, I can't quite get it loud enough to hear her the way that I want to hear her. The bottom line is that if someone uses bad microphone technique and the listener experience is so bad and the content is not good enough to make up for it, I'm checking out. I'm turning it off. There's just a certain listener experience I am interested in. And if I don't get it, I have to turn it off. I've only got so many hours in a day. Again, my name is Kim Newlove, and I'm the host of the Pharmacist Voice podcast, which you can find at thepharmacistvoice.com. I'm a pharmacist by training, but I'm not in clinical practice anymore. I made a career transition to voice actor and podcast host. I help clients get their point across in the medical space. Among other things, I narrate audiobooks for women pharmacist authors provide medical narration to clients in the pharmaceutical, biotech, and continuing medical education industries, and I narrate content for explainer videos and e-learning projects. I was inspired by my nonverbal son who has autism to combine my background as a pharmacist with my speaking voice and launch my business, The Pharmacist Voice, in 2017. My son Craig helped me realize the power of having a voice and using it. My solo podcast episodes are about some aspect of being a pharmacist, a voice actor, a pharmacist podcaster, or my career transition from pharmacist to voice actor and podcast host. My interview shows feature a variety of people who use their voices to advocate for something, educate in some way, or entertain so that you are inspired to use your voice too. Who listens to my podcast? It's typically pharmacists, pharmacy students, pharmacy technicians, pharmacy professors, pharmacist podcasters, and medical narrators. Again, you can find my podcast at thepharmacistvoice.com. Thank you, Kim. When you hear me talk about the private podcast mastermind at the School of Podcasting, Kim is one of those brilliant podcasting minds. Hey, Dave, Neil Scott, producer and host of Recovery Coast to Coast, America's voice for recovery for the past 18 years. Now, if you are in recovery or know someone or love someone who is or simply want to know more about the recovery process, or maybe you're a bit concerned about someone you know or love who is harmfully using alcohol or other drugs, this is the podcast for you. We carry the message of hope and the promise of recovery. Our website, recoverycoasttocoast.org. What bugs me, Dave, and what is a turnoff when listening to a podcast, a couple of things. The first is a double-sided sword. 
It's the A word, advertising. Now, I've been in terrestrial radio all my adult life and presently work for iHeartRadio in Seattle, as well as doing sports reporting for national radio networks covering the Seattle Mariners and Seattle Seahawks. My career in radio has been paid for by advertising, the lifeblood of radio. But one of the reasons I upgraded to a podcast was to have a forum without ads, to get away from all of that, especially the ads that are often obnoxious and distracting and can take away from the content. My podcast is supported by only one sponsor, a highly successful treatment center that has been around for over 50 years. I do a host read message. I still don't like to use the word ad and then go right into the content. And I change copy every single podcast because it reflects the content of the podcast. I also include a recorded spot for the same treatment center near the end of the podcast, and I thank the sponsor in the closing comments. Granted, I have a niche audience, and that makes it somewhat profitable. However, many of my favorite podcasts are going the way of terrestrial radio in dumping multiple ads either at the beginning or mid-roll. I find it a disturbing trend. I understand it but I don't like it. I often hear ads that have nothing to do with the podcast I'm listening to. Can they at least try to target them? Thankfully, I can hit the 30-second fast-forward button. That's my friend, but it's still annoying. And even when they are host-read ads, the same one is often repeated in multiple episodes in a row. It kind of bugs me. My second pet peeve is differing audio levels. On some podcasts that I listen to, I have to crank up the volume, and then all of a sudden there's a change, and it's way too loud. I regulate it, and then suddenly it's too low. Keep your audio levels consistent throughout your podcast, please. Anyway, Dave, nice to get that off my chest or off my keyboard and out of my mouth, as the case may be. Again, my name is Neil Scott, very proud member of the School of Podcasting. I produce and host Recovery Coast to Coast, America's voice for recovery. Our website is recoverycoasttocoast.org. Our tagline, by the way, is the bright side of addiction is recovery. Thank you, Neil. And I just want to throw this out there in case you're thinking we've now had two back-to-back members of the School of Podcasting. You do not need to be a member of the School of Podcasting, to participate in the question of the month, which you can find at schoolofpodcasting.com slash question. Hey, Dave, this is Lee with the Covert Nerd Podcast at covertnerd.net and the You Choose Podcast at youchoosepodcast.com. One of my biggest pet peeves is when podcasters that are doing live events, especially, and they release a live event as a podcast and don't go back and edit out any technical difficulties they may have. Say, for example, their Zoom connection or Skype connection disconnects, that's still in the podcast. I think that shows a lack of respect for the listener's time because the podcaster may view it as only a 30-second or one-minute delay, but if the podcast is getting, say, a 1,000 downloads, that one minute turns into a 1,000 minutes of wasted time. In my opinion, if the podcaster doesn't value my time enough, to go back and take that out, why should I value their time? I've seen this with some podcasts about podcasting, not yours, that brag about the fact that they don't edit. They just clip the front, clip the back, and release it. 
I would recommend to podcasters out there, when you are recording your podcast and you're having technical difficulties, go back and take that out. Respect your listeners' time. So, Dave, thank you for everything that you do, and keep up the good work. Aloha, Lee. I know the show you're you're talking about, and I don't know if I can listen no more because I, I listened to like 15 minutes of them uh, troubleshooting their audio, and I was like, hey, come on, guys. You got to like, you, you know, pick up your game a little bit. And you'll either get that or you you won't. Hey, Dave. Hey, SLP family. It's Steve Stewart from stevestewart.me. I'm going to sound like a, what do you call it? A, a purist, a, a moralist, a prude with my answer. But if you hear me out, I think you'll understand why. What turns me off or what makes me turn off a podcast is the third swear word. It's it just as simple as that. I listen to shows which aren't prone to be explicit word type shows. They're not going to be ones that are, you know, comics and comedians or, you know, saying the F word every three seconds. I listen to shows that are informational, instructional, educational, um, emotional support, all that stuff. And there's really not a lot of explicit words that need to be said. And if we think about using F word and, and heck, the S word, I'm hearing it all the time. You know, hey, get your S together. Okay, get your stuff together. Get your, you know, why do you have to say the S word? I know that there's a reason why. I know people are sitting there going, Steve, you're a prude. Yes, that's what I'm saying. But by the third one is when I'm talking about, "Mm, okay, that's it. I can listen to it once. That's fine. Twice, I get it. By the third time of listening to the recording of a panel at a professional conference and uh, the person on stage has used, you know, the F word three times. Okay, that's it. I I don't need that information. I can get it elsewhere probably. I'm going to go somewhere else. If that makes me sound like a prude, I'm I'm a prude. I'll take it. But, you know, the Stacking Benjamin show, there's some stuff that flies there. And guess what we do? We beep it out. And that's something else is we don't just let things fly. We, we if it's going to be an explicit word, it's going to be bleeped out in the shows that I work on. The ones that, that don't want me to bleep them, it's not really something that's overused. It's not overdone. That's just not the type of show that I work on. So this is Steve the Prude signing off. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Appreciate everyone. Bye. Appreciate you, Steve. I got to see Steve at PodFest. It was great. One of my favorite people on the planet. If you are thinking of getting into editing or if you're already editing and struggling, I highly recommend. This is my affiliate link. It's the Podcast Editor Academy. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash P-E-A, that's short for Podcast Editor Academy. Amazing material in there. And talk about a great mastermind. Holy cow. Well, talking about my pet peeves. We have eight that we kind of identified uh, volume, bad audio, get to the point, ad swearing, lack of editing, board host. That came up a lot more than I have heard in the past and apologizing. And I realize apologizing is also not getting to the point, but that's one of mine. I don't understand why people apologize at the beginning of the show. And in a minute, I'll kind of break these down and like, how do I do this if I don't do that? And then my other one is volume and bad audio. Uh, that's so that's my three, which a lot of people were picking three. And the the volume is one that not only will I hit stop, I will probably unsubscribe. Uh, if you don't edit enough, that's another one. If I if you continually, it really comes down to value. If for some reason, right, there's value and does your lack of editing, is it so much of a negative to negate the positive of your content? So let's get to our the School of Podcasting Top 8. Number 8. Coming in with 5%, it is our good friend apologizing. And here's the good side of apologizing. It means you care about your content. The bad news is, A, people months from now will have no idea what you're talking about when you say, I missed an episode because in their 
in their, you know, app. It's just the episode after the last one. Number seven. All right. For the record, number eight, number seven tied at 5%. And that is, of course, swearing. And I'm not a prude. I, you know, I can handle it, but I just always kind of go, mm, do you realize that when you have one episode labeled as explicit, and this is courtesy of uh, Daniel J. Lewis from the Audacity to Podcast, that, and I'm going to butcher these, Bahran, Belarus, Brunei, Darussalam, uh, Burkina Faso, Chad, Egypt, India, Jordan, Lebanon, Nepal, Oman, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, Tun- Tunisia, United Arab Emirates, Uzbekistan and Yemen. Those are all the countries that your show will be pulled out of the Apple directory because you've marked one episode explicit. So why not find a more creative way or do what Steve said, just bleep it out. If you want to hear some fun bleeping, listen to Congressional Dish. And again, everything will be out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 871 who uses a golf swing to bleep out the F word. Number six. And technically number six and number five are also tied at 10%. And this is the one that I, I talked a little bit about before. If you're bored, if you're not excited about your content, and you're like, all right, so on today's show, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, your pet peeves, you know, the stuff that makes you want to tune out. So uh, here we go. Yeah, that's not going to. And that doesn't mean you have to be a sports guy. You know, like, hey, guys, everybody, wow, we're going to get into the top pet peeves. Here we go. Holy cow. Hold on to your hat, sports guy. Yeah, you don't have to do that either. But somewhere, I always say go up to pukey radio voice. So go up here to pukey radio voice and drop it down just a little bit, and then this is me. And when I talk normal, I kind of talk like this. I mean, I'm not that energetic, but uh, be yourself. But just realize, you know, this is something you should keep in mind. People are listening to you. Number five. And again, this was a tie at 10%, and that is our good friend, advertising. And we heard a lot of people say we hate shows that start off with a ton of ads. That's, again, kind of more of a get to the point. And thanks to Neil, I need to switch up my ads more. I usually create a new ad, and then it sticks around for a month. Now, I'm using Libsyn's dynamic tool. Libsyn does, for the record, have a dynamic tool. It's part of our enterprise solution, and we've had it for 2004. Full disclosure, I work there, but I, I always love when here people go, oh, well, these other people don't, and Libsyn doesn't have dynamic. They do. It's it's part of our enterprise, kind of our network in a box tool. Email rob at libsyn.com if you want more information on that. So my ads are put in dynamically, and so you will, I also use, for the record, just will take us, speaking of tangents, I also, the question of the month is dynamic. So if you go back to something from like October of last year, you won't hear about the October question of the month. You'll hear about the February one. So that's dynamic. And where am I? That's also dynamic. So keep in mind, dynamic content doesn't always have to be an advertisement, but I do need to probably swap out mine. I really just have one now, and I'm going to try to keep these around a minute. One's for the School of Podcasting, and one is to boost the School of Podcasting if you're using a new podcast app at newpodcastapps.com. So number five was advertising and having way too much of it, and especially the one about uh, having them targeted, check with your media host. You should be able to target so that a health show doesn't have a commercial for Vape Nation. Everybody come down to Vape Nation. Yeah, you, you should be able to filter those out. Number four. Coming in with 13% of the vote, this was a generic, just bad audio. I think somebody mentioned when you put a Blue Yeti on a table 
And, you know, basically just it just sounds bad. And what the problem here is, again, we talked before about does the value you deliver outweigh whatever you're doing? And in this case, does the sound quality distract you so much that you can't pay attention to what's being said because you're too distracted on how it sounds? So in general, just bad audio. The number four top pet peeve. Number three. Coming in with 15%. Of the vote is our good friend, lack of editing. And I somewhat want to give credit to this to Joe Rogan. I actually was at a podcast meetup and somebody, I asked them about their show and they said, oh, we record a couple hours, you know, we do it Rogan style. And when I hear people go, I'm keeping it real. I'm like, you're keeping it real boring if you're not editing. Think about it. If you think about um, Mount Rushmore in the U.S., it's this mountain range with a bunch of president's faces on it. At one point, Mount Rushmore was just, well, a bunch of mountains. And then somebody did some editing. And again, radio people, their brains will explode if you explain how you never edit your show. Because let's think about it this way. There are book editors. There are TV editors. There are movie editors. There are newspaper editors. There are magazine editors. But everything out of your mouth is brilliant. Number two. Coming in with 18% of the complaints, I guess, in this case, is our good friend, volume. I'm just kidding. Volume. Yes, if you make your audience adjust the volume, here's the thing. Think about this. You're you're forcing your audience to take the phone out of their pocket. And for some people, if they're, they're like, all right, enough of this nonsense, they're going to take their hand. They're not going to adjust the volume. They're going to swipe left and say unsubscribe. Number one. And coming in, it always rang supreme with 23% of the complaints. That is, of course, get to the f-ing point. See what I did there, Steve? I did that for you, buddy. And uh, yeah, I don't know anybody. Here's the thing. I'm not making this up. Uh, before I went to PodFest, and I'm not going to name the podcast, but it was a podcast about coaching. And I saw an episode, something around the lines of like, how to get more clients and stand out as a coach, et cetera, et cetera, kind of thing. And I'm not making this up. This at the nine minute, nine minute and 15 second mark, the person finally said on today's show. And at that point I hit stop because I had already decided, yeah, I'm not listening to this because this is ridiculous. So what did we learn in those nine minutes? We learned that their child was napping. It was very nice that their animal that they owned needed to go potty, that they I think they said they needed to water the plants, and then they spent a boatload of time promoting their coaching service. They were super happy that they now could offer three easy payments because, you know, it's not a real product unless you have three easy payments. That was there, and the fact that if you ordered the coaching, you were going to get more clients. Well, I hope so. I mean, it just went on and on and to the point where about four minutes in, I'm like, are they ever going to get to the part? Because I actually wanted to hear the episode. You know, I'm a coach. I want to stand out. I want more clients. And I was just like, you got it. Are you ever? And the the heavy duty pitching was like, are you kidding me? I don't know who you are. And you're just like, you need to order now. Hurry up now. You know, time available. Order now and we'll throw in Ginsu knives. I don't know what it was, but I was like, are you kidding me? Nine minutes and 15 seconds 
That is why, and that again, did, now, did I unsubscribe to the show? No, that was my first impression of you. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So never forget that there are people listening for the first time. So I'm not surprised getting to the point. Notice today, notice today, I we we get right to the point now. And I think what I'm going to do in the future is if we have a because of my podcast story, then if you have one, feel free to send it in. Schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact is where you can get my contact info. And a because of my podcast story, if you're new to the show, is if you can answer this question, hey, because of my podcast, I got to whatever. And I love to hear those. And schoolofpodcasting.com slash connect. So, yeah, getting to the point is, do we watch the news? Our top story today, we will give to you in 9 minutes and 15 seconds. In the meantime, look at this squirrel water skiing. Look at that little booger go. Yeah, it's our top story today is blank. And so I realize that if, you know, many moons ago I worked in a uh, a grocery store and we had, you know, the milk was in the back because we wanted you to walk through the store and go, oh, look quadruple stuff Oreos and you put those in the cart or whatever it is. So I get that. But um, a podcast isn't a grocery store. You know, people want to get to the point. And the other thing, if you think about it, if you go, I'm going to put all the good stuff at the back. uh, Why are you putting anything that's not good stuff in your podcast? The novel idea. So I want to thank everyone. Seriously. When I uh, got home today and I was like, Oh, I hope there's something because that's the fun part. There's that whole imposter syndrome that uh, I'm like, man, I hope somebody submitted something to the folder. And when I opened it up, I was like, wow, this is going to be the entire episode. So thanks again to everyone who contributed to the question of the month. And speaking of the question of the month, yeah, yeah, yeah. next week, I went to a networking event, met a guy named Mark, and he, are you ready for this? He disagreed with me. I was like, how dare you? And so I said, hey, we should get together and talk about this because I've always said the whole spray and pray, you know, when you're trying to get on shows that like you should take the time to listen to the show and instead of more of a shotgun, you know, take a more of a rifle approach, find a show that really fits and then send a personalized message. And he is like, eh, you know, it may not as basically we, we're going to discuss that. Now, here's the fun thing. This was not a planned podcast interview. I didn't even really know who Mark is, and we'll, I'll tell you more about that in the future. But this turned out to be a really great conversation of back and forth and learning from each other. And now here's the thing. I could just go, here's my conversation with Mark. No, I'm going to edit out the parts where I'm like, what about the thing and the thing? And I'm going to, I'm going to take it and hone it. I'm going to polish it so that it's great content for you. So it is, and what we're talking about, this is a guy that has done a boatload of interviews. And if you do interviews, wait till you hear the, his pet peeves of an interviewee, because there are things that people do that you're like, really? I showed up to do an interview? Really? Uh, That's something that uh, we're going to continue on a little bit with this pet peeve, but it's some great insight from somebody who's done a ton of interviews. And of course, I then chimed in as somebody who does a ton of interviews, not a ton, but I do on on some shows, and some of the things that interviewees are doing. So it's a, it's a different slant. I've talked about this in the past. I did a an hour and 10 minute, I think, episode 
on how to do and conduct and receive and be part of interviews. I'll put links to that at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 865. So that is coming up. If you're doing interviews for your show, that will be next week's episode. And speaking of schoolofpodcasting.com, that's where you can sign up and become part of the School of Podcasting community. You can follow the show out there. You can sign up for my newsletter. That's been a lot of fun recently. It's all there, schoolofpodcasting.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next week, take care. God bless. Class is dismissed. a hell show and all of a sudden somebody comes in and goes hey here's the let's go to veep nation veep not veep nation vipe what do you call that uh vipe veep no is it veep no vape vape there you go everybody's yelling at their dashboard it's vape you idiot what are your pot pit pop easy for me to say what are your top pet peeves well I'll talk about not editing where's the stop button